Well, that didn't go as planned. Crystal Joy Campbell here. Thanks for joining me in the homeschool edition of Classical Matters. Today, I'm looking at what to do when our homeschool plans don't go as expected. If you're looking for a simple and manageable way to deal with wayward plans, then stick around. So can you believe it? Here we are, Thanksgiving already. Well, for those of us in Canada anyways. Some of you may have started school at the beginning of September, so you're heading into about the sixth week of school. And then others kind of more ease into the school year and you're probably just getting your feet under you. But at some point along the way, we all say to ourselves in one form or another, that just didn't go as planned. You know, when we spend our time and energy in making plans for our school year, it can be extremely frustrating when our plans don't go as they're supposed to. We can become discouraged and may even feel like giving up. We may say things like, I'm no good at this, or this is too hard. Things like, I just can't do this. Or my favorite is, this sucks. And, you know, this mindset often sabotages our efforts. Whether you are at this point right now or have been there in the past, what we know for sure is that we will have to confront it at some point in the future. So what are we to do when our plans let us down? This is where I'm at. This is my life right now. My fall plans have already let me down. I set out this homeschool year with a pretty good idea of what I was going to do, when I was going to do it, and how I was going to go about it. And all of these were pointing toward my overall vision and my why. And here I am going into about week six with what seems like a failure of my plans, of my homeschool in general. And it's not just one area, but it's overall. But I've been here before. I think I probably get here at least once a year. So I do what I have learned to do. I do what's called a mini assessment. It's a short process that involves reflecting and reworking. Step one, I think about and write three statements. In my statements, I'm looking for real, actual, experienced examples, not ideas in my head. Remember, I said I first think about these statements, and then I write. The first statement I say is, our homeschool rocks when... Here I think back over the last period of time and I explore actual times when we excelled, when it felt like all cylinders were firing, when I walked away saying, now that's what it's supposed to be like. Statement two, our homeschool crashes and burns when... Here I gulp back my pride and self-pity and I honestly look at the times when it didn't go so great. The times that involved tears or frustration the times where my patience ran out, or those days where we really didn't even attend to school at all. Again, I'm not looking for ideas or emotions in my statements. I'm looking for actual, measurable, real experiences. Statement three, I say, if I had all the time, money, and resources, the one thing that would help me excel at my craft is dot, dot, dot. 
Here, I am brutally honest with myself. What is it that would help me the most? Here's an example of what I came up with. Our homeschool rocks when the space is ready. When it is organized, easily accessible, and ready for us to get going with school. Our homeschool crashes and burns when the schedule is too full, when there isn't enough margin for life to happen, and when there is not enough structure in the schedule. And lastly, if I had all the time, money, and resources, the one thing that would help me excel at my craft is an organized, workable space to school in. Next, I look for insights. I pull out my yearly vision and plans and With my statements in one hand and my plans in the other, I look for harmony and discord. I try to gain some insight and I ask myself three questions. What can I toss out of my plans? What can I begin? And what will stay? This is called stop, start and keep. Be ruthless at this stage. If it's not moving you closer to your vision, it may need to be tossed. Do not even add one thing if you haven't already tossed at least one or two. My rule of thumb is two. And keep only what truly carries you forward toward your goal. And the last thing is get a move on baby. Act on the stop, start and keep decisions. The actions should be measurable. For example, in my situation, my stop was a flexible schedule. You know, a flexible schedule has worked for me for many years in the past because our school days generally had very few intrusions. But now, in my current situation, we are constantly being interrupted. I'm too accessible and our space is too accessible for other members in our family. A flexible schedule has to go which then points me to my start. A more formal schedule with a solid start and stop indicators, or bookends as I like to call them. These are markers in my day which indicate or trigger the start and stop of the school day. For example, on Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, we go out to the barn in the morning for riding lessons. Our day starts when we leave the house. We ride, eat lunch, and go to the library to do schooling. The bookend for the day is 3.30. The library has a big clock and it's attached to the local elementary school, so we are well aware when they get let out. At that point, we wrap up what we're doing and bookend our day. And as for my keep, it was time blocking and loop scheduling within my more formal schedule. I also at that point just quickly reviewed my plans again and confirmed that everything that was in there should be in there and nothing more. This mini-assessment has been so helpful to me. I observe where I'm at, I consider where I want to go, and I determine the adjustments that are needed to be made, and I take action. This process generally takes me no more than half an hour, 45 minutes, and it helps me to really identify where the gaps are and where I need to build more bridges. It helps me look at the bridges I've already built and to learn from that success. And these statements, they can be adjusted to fit almost any situation that we're assessing. 
whether it be our overall homeschool or a specific subject or curriculum. If it was a specific subject like math, the statements would say something like this, we really rocked math when... and math crashes and burns when... and lastly, if I had all the time, money, and resources, the one thing that would help us excel at math is... So, to wrap this up, remember to keep these mini-assessments simple and manageable. The three statements, look for harmony and discord, and the three actions of stop, start, and keep. Be sure to check out the show notes for the takeaways. And don't forget to click the takeaway link to download your printable copy so you can apply the mini-assessment in your own homeschool. If you have questions or comments, reach out to me through Facebook or my website. Both are linked below. Peace and blessings for your week.